go ahead and switch the style up And if they hate, then let them hate me once the money pile up What's up, everybody? This is week one of 40 and Fly on the Mixed Bag Vlogcast. Mixed Bag <laughs> Vlogcast. Week one. How you doing, D? You know, one thing, D, we forgot to put in the uh, uh, intro was what's going on with you, man? Yeah, we, we can see Well, we, we, had it in the, we had it in the Vlogcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we never posted it. So we might as well add it to this one since this will be our first official full release, right? So Dev is going into surgery, uh, coming in like mid February. Uh, he's had a birth birth defect in, in his heart since he was a kid that was overlooked by lazy ass physicians because you know growing up people were like, oh, you play football, you're a big strong kid, you athletic, yada yada yada. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with you here. Check, go through right over and over and over again. So uh, they finally caught it. When did they catch it? Uh, when I went to Oregon State, 2012. Yeah, when he went to college, they yeah. caught it. He was literally about to be DeMar Hamlin, bro, like, or something to that effect. They caught it, thankfully, and, uh, you know, he bounced back, came back, actually made the team after, you know, the heart surgery. Oh, I'm talking about open heart surgery, ripped the, the rib cage open, all that. And, uh, yeah, we trained. I had to pretend I had to study and read some some books on how to train somebody with uh, open heart surgery to go play Division one football. Uh, that was <laughs> Dev helped me a lot with that too because he knew you know his limitations from the doctor and stuff like that. We worked through it. He made it back on the team. Yep. But uh, anyways, long story short, he uh, they told him that you know in ten years he was gonna have to go back in and, and get another surgery. So here we are, ten years later, literally. Yep, on the dot. On the dot. Just a few, well, just a few months past now, but still. We're hoping it's the last one though, right? Yeah, hopefully that's what they said. Yeah. This one goes well. Should be the should be the last one. Yeah, first the valve, now the the pipe. No, <laughs> I had I had holes the first time. They yeah. had to patch up, and then the valves were just a little bit defected, so they just repaired them. But now the valves need to be replaced. Yeah, they've been working too hard. So after surgery, it's going to be another comeback season for the Felipe brothers with Dev. And uh, at least this time, though, we don't have to go play Division One football, huh? We can just get healthy and yeah, yeah. look fire, right? I feel like Davis held back a little bit just because he always knew this surgery was coming, and he's like, "Man, I, I you know, yeah." But after this, though, oh yeah, bro, it could be a little bit different. How old are you, Dev? Dev has like an eighty-year-old soul, oh, my goodness. but he's like ten years younger than me. Yeah. I'm, so how old are you? I, I'm thirty. I just turned thirty. He just turned thirty. Yeah. So you about to be we, we about to be on a 30, 31 and fly, 30, or spry, 30, yeah, thirty one and spry, spry. <laughs> right? Because we're just gonna get back to like everyday life, yeah. and then and then go gung ho from there. Yeah. We might actually be able to do the um, the triathlon we've always wanted to do. Oh yeah, right. Oh man, dude. Here's the thing. I'm so excited for that. People are always like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> right. But I'm like, I don't like when I'm Polly, you know, I'm a Polly, half tongue and half Samoan, me and Dev. And I don't like when we get boxed into things like, oh, hey, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. No, nah, fuck you. We're going to do that. We're going to try it. And, and, you know, at the end, we might be like, hell yeah. yeah. Or we might be like, you was right. You was right, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> we should have done that. <laughs> that running challenge, bro. Yeah. That was. That was the, the hiking challenge was we ended up loving that one. That yeah. was fun, but the running challenge was 
Um, I ended up learning to love to run, but it, but it, it was really hard to stay consistent with it. And that's probably the hardest like workout consistency thing, uh, running lo- that long distance running challenge we did for a hundred days. That was brutal, man. Like that half marathon felt like it was never going to end. Oh man. Yeah. Jeez. But you start learning some things. You yeah. really start learning some things about, I've learned so much in strength and conditioning just from that challenge and and the challenge before like it's just crazy you know yeah. and the heart rate zones and everything like yeah. that a lot of people just at the end of the day a lot of people just don't know how to run yeah. and they push too hard yeah at the end of the day that's really all it is and they and and they have shitty footwear you know, people out there with the yabba dabba dudes running, running up and down. Then their back and knees are all wrecked up. And I'm like, bro, you like 200 pound lighter than me. How your back and knees hurt in my dope? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely footwear right there. Yeah, and strides. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's get into this 40 and fly. We, uh, um, it was a good week. It was a good week. Here, here's the thing. It kind of started, but it kind of didn't. So um, my meals just came in. Um, Friday. Oh. So my meals just came in Friday. Got They actually got delivered to the gym. They're supposed to be delivered to my house. We're going with uh, Clean Eats Kitchen just because they're super affordable. The delivery gets here on time. I will try some other meal spots. Um, let me know. You know, I think we were going to go with uh, PDX Meals just because they're local. We wanted to give them a try. Things like that. And that will be good to have a, um, you know, a meal sponsor for this challenge. If not, it's all good. But um, if you are a meal person... Holla at your boy. Workouts went well. We we tested today. We we tested this week for powerlifting. Um, yeah, pretty trash. But I mean, a lot of it is a lot of it is like I'm not gonna sit there. Like I never sit there and say, "Oh my gosh, I started here and I got here like such a huge PR." Like I don't, you know, I'll post that stuff just because just so you can see, like, okay, this is literally where I started. And this is where I'm at now. I've gained strength or whatever. But, I mean, I know that I've been stronger before. So I'm not over there, like, looking at it as, like, real gains. You know what I mean? Like, I know how strong I've been before with powerlifting. I just saying, like, this is where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is more technique, uh, weak lower back. You know, those are the things. And stiffness, I think, are the things that I kind of struggle with whenever I get back into powerlifting. But it's also another reason why I like powerlifting because it forces me to do my mobility, forces me to focus on my technique. It forces me to take care of my body because if you don't take care of your body, your body's not going to allow you to lift heavier weights. So um, so I'm pretty patient with that. Yeah, that's kind of what the majority of my sessions look like. We've kind of split them up into like 70% mobility, 30% lifting, just kind of cleaning everything up, getting getting right. You got to prepare yourself to lift. And, and I really mean that. Your body will only allow you to lift what it thinks you can lift safely, mm-hmm. right? So well, people don't understand that. Our bodies are are wonderful, man. It's just geniuses, computers. So it's just, yeah. you know, I always tell people, it's like sometimes what's holding you back is your body knows that you can't, you can't lift it. So you got to f- clean up some imbalances. You got to clean up some. You can skip all the foam rolling and mobility stuff all you want. And be lazy with that stuff all you want, but and you're gonna hit a wall, and you're gonna th- be thinking to yourself like, "Oh, I gotta lift more, or I gotta lift more frequent, or I gotta add this, or I gotta add that." When re- really you're just a couple corrective exercises and mobility sessions away from just gaining an extra twenty pounds in your lifts. Uh, it's same thing with I mean, when we've did our studies on vertical jumping, your body will only let you jump as high 
as you as you're able to absorb when you land. So your body's not going to allow you to jump 40 inches if it knows you can't land <laughs> properly without getting fucked up. But, you know, that's that's deep diving strength and conditioning stuff. I mean, that's what we do. You know, I I eat, drink and sleep that stuff no matter what I'm doing. That that's my passion. That's my my joy. That's why our business is has been successful because that's just what we do. Um not big on the tutorial stuff because everybody believes different things and we haven't really got into that. We should get more into that. Yeah, and and when people always ask me this, this is one thing I get asked all the time. Vic, why do you always stop powerlifting? Like, why do you always do other things, you know? I'm not going to say powerlifting comes easy to me, right? I'm not going to say that because nothing good comes easy. But I, I've, I've always kind of figured it out and, and, and understood it. You know, I know how to get stronger. I know how to get people stronger. I understand, you know, the science behind it all. I think it gets to the point where I just get bored and I just want to do something else. And I want to challenge myself in different ways. You know, I'm an athlete. And, and here's the thing. Your body adapts to the stresses that are imposed upon it. So if you power lift and that's all you do, your body's going to adapt to being a power lifter, right? And, and in terms of its movements, its functionality, things like that. For example, if you power lift for a, a year straight and then you go play basketball in open gym, you know, you're going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of like where I'm at. It's like, I love powerlifting. I'll get to the point where... And and you and people, my my wife's right. She's always like, "Well, why don't you like accomplish some big things and bigger things in powerlifting, and then go do something else?" And it's just like, oh, I just get bored. And and as a strength coach, I feel like it's my job and my duty to challenge myself in other areas because I tell you what, you can read all the books you want, but if you don't conduct your own studies and your own experiments and and, and understand things from a deeper perspective. You're, you're not going to be as good as you can be. Will you be good, a good coach? Will you be a good pro? Yeah, for sure. But you won't be as good as you can be, right? And so I kind of tie that in together. That's how I justify my boredom. Yeah, I mean, I took second in the in the non-drug tested division, Natty, of course. It, and that's at the World Powerlifting Championship. And uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the first loser, fine. I'm okay with that. You know, it wasn't, you know, I didn't beat out a bunch of crazy monsters or anything like that like there's a couple guys that bombed out i got beat by a super strong ass poly dude who was a beast himself but i mean definitely can't wait to get back on the platform now and then push myself and go from there but that's why i love power because it's it's gonna help me get my mobility back help me be strong uh, help me be consistent in the gym because you know you're not gonna be successful in a performance-based uh workouts if you're not consistent or in any workouts but definitely performance based because performance based on the show another thing is too is like if you're if you're training to just be shredded up or lean or whatever it's like it takes a long time to see some of those results easily easy to get discouraged if they don't come fast enough so at least on the performance side of things you know you, you can you can gauge and monitor you know your gains uh, in, in a different way what about you d when you come back what you uh how are you going to approach this i mean b- bodybuilding i think would be Super dope for you because the heart rate part of performance training is pretty, pretty brutal, man. You know, we're getting up there. At least bodybuilding, you can kind of sustain a little bit. Go on your bodybuilding walks. That sounds you know. boring. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I have to start there. I think I just, I'll probably yeah. start there just to get get a base. For sure. Probably lifting-wise, we'll start with some bodybuilding, build the base up, and then obviously general cardio, walking, hiking. Yeah. And then slowly build from there. But um, what I really want to do, obviously, I have to ask the surgical team once we get in there, is uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to. 
do something that's like never really been done before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because we did it the first time. Like post post surgery. Post surgery. You want to do something that yeah. someone post surgery. Yeah. For sure. I, I get that. Yeah. Or just play it safe I and think, enjoy life. And- I think. Uh, well, no, I just. I, one thing I've learned about myself is I work better with the, uh, with extremes, and I think. These last few years leading up into the surgery, I've always known in the back of my mind that it was coming. So really what I've been doing is trying to postpone it as long as I could. If I'm being yeah. Honest. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I know. And I think part of I think part of me postponing that, I tend to live in the past a little bit. And so I've created this thing in my mind where like I think I believe that the best version of myself was back then. Yeah. And so... Now that I've had a lot of time to sit here and think because I've had a lot of more time off waiting for the surgery. It's just being a bitch. Yeah, being a little bitch. <laughs> and so I, I think what I want to do is create the best version of myself after the surgery. So my goal is it's pretty outlandish, and I don't know if I'm going to get clear, but I'm going to try. I'm going to ask him when we go up there is to uh, to do a, an amateur boxing match. Ooh. And uh, – Obviously, it would be a while. It would take like a year or two to train for that. So one of the most, yeah, heart challenging, a hundred percent. And they they said my heart will be fine. Oh my goodness, bro! So I'm gonna throw it out there. If anyone do it, you can. Everyone can do it. You can. And it's gonna be if hard. Do, Big SC boy. Big SC boy. We coming for you post surgery. If, if I know that my heart's gonna be fine, and I'm not gonna have to come back for another surgery. I can train. Like a madman. Why not, man? And that's what I want to do. And that that's where I, I'm most happy. I think it'll be fun. And, you know, like I said, we, we do cra- we do crazy things. And like I said, I, I get, you know, powerlifting is all well and good. And I, and I like it. But I, I really, I'm, it's boring to me, to be honest. I, I love coaching it. I love being at the meets, coaching clients. I think that's really fun. In terms of training it. yourself. But it's just a, yeah. for me, person, as a personal goal, I just have a hard time, like, using it as a thing. But I think... Something like boxing will fucking push me to the limits. Oh, and I need man. something to push me to the limits. And I've seen Vic train through it. I helped him train through it. And I know the it was it's stressful, man, you know, but like but like that's what I miss. And that's really what I miss and that's what I feel like I need. I need something to to challenge me and really push myself out of my comfort zone so I can so I can, you know, like really train fucking like crazy. Cause that's 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 what I that that's where I do my best work, and I feel like something like that. I need something like that. I think just trying to train for aesthetics. I don't think that will work for me. I think I'll give up halfway through. It never works for us. Yeah, it never I, works I, th- for us. I think powerlifting. We like to eat. <laughs> yeah, I think powerlifting. I'll give up halfway through. I did the running. I think that was the best I ever did challenge wise. Oh yeah, for sure. Since since the since the uh, since football, and I think and because it was really hard and it was really uncomfortable, and I really had to. To really push myself out of that zone, I think I need something else, and I think boxing is it. Boxing is very hard for me. I'm not. I'm not the best at it. It's really hard for me to learn. I'm really slow when it comes to things like with boxing, like footwork and stuff like that. And I just, I just feel like that challenge. I don't know. I just feel like I need something like that. And I think that. I, 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 th- I think with boxing, with Dev, Dev is like super athletic, and I think with boxing for him, it's terms of like. See, I feel like with boxing. Everyone has like a certain identity as a boxer, yeah. right? And, and this identity fits their natural abilities, right? And I think Dev um, <laughs> just has to find his, his his natural self. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, my brother thinks I'm a fucking, you know, <laughs> Mexican high guard. <laughs> Walk him down. 
he's a walk him down guy, bro. Like I'm well, just gonna I'm, be I'm honest. athletic, man. You know, I like I like to move. It's well, hey, Canelo's athletic though. Well, hey, and walk him down. Yeah, walk him down. Well, Look at Boots Ennis. Boots Ennis <laughs> just walked down. That guy was dancing all around for twelve rounds, and Boots Ennis just walk him down. Oh, walk him down. Walk. I'm, I'm just saying, like I didn't. I don't mean like a. See, because here's the thing. You can you can have your identity as a boxer or any athlete, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and still branch out, yeah. right? And still ad- adopt certain other tools and stuff. You gotta learn them, you know. And I know the funny thing is, there's a lot of coaches out there. See, this is why I struggle with a lot of coaches out there with boxing coaches, because I feel like they will box you in, right, yeah. to a certain yeah. identity, to their identity, and then they have a hard time bringing other tools in to kind of like. Or styles in to kind yeah. of help, like sprinkling in just to kind of help you out. I remember one guy would always, me and Dev would always do like the fun stuff on the mitts and stuff. And, you know, everyone's always so weird about like, <laughs> we're working out, you know, we're just having fun with it. Yeah, and it was like, oh, oh, like, oh, <laughs> the mitt guy's working harder than you, or oh, that's cute, that's cute. Oh you know goodness. what I mean? It's like, bro, I'll knock your face off. You'll never off. throw these kind of combos in the ring. Why oh, would yeah, you yeah. waste your time? Work on the big man combos. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know, and then you see these. Same guys that say that go out. fight, and because they don't have any tools, they just get killed yeah. by other more athletic fighters with a a larger bag of tools. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? And so, um, and I've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. It's like they, they just try to like you know, and uh, me, Dev, we just we just have fun with it, you know. And, like, and that's why you know I've learned, especially with boxing, the boxing community is pretty sensitive. Yeah, when it comes to like you know. You know, you thinking that you're a boxer. But once you get in the ring, yeah. I think everybody's respect kind of yeah. – everyone's respecting. That's how it was for me. At first, people was like hating. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But then as soon as I got in the ring, you know, multiple times, there was like – people were super cool. Yeah. Okay, you ain't you, – you know, you one of us now. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I think that's what it is. And I think I think the hard part is you post your boxing workouts, right? Because yeah. they're fun and they're different. We post them for the gym. Just kind of be like, hey, look, there's some other things you can do. You know, we're still working, having a good time. But I think a lot of people take it as like, oh, oh, look at you posting all these boxing videos. You're a boxer, huh? You think you're real? You think you're Freud, huh? Like, <laughs> huh? That's who you think you are? Huh? Huh? You know, and they just get all like machismo on you. You know oh, what I mean? It's man. like, chill, bro. Like, yeah. it's okay. You know, like, but then, when, like I said, once you get in that ring, people people show love. And yeah. They understand where you're at. But if you posted all that, see, once I got in the ring, then I, then I started joining a little hater group. Like, who the fuck you think you are? You know? <laughs> and I'm over there like, what the fuck you doing, Vic, man? You know you don't like that shit, man. Don't do that. Don't Part do the that. Crew now, you know? Yeah, I got to catch myself. Got Card, I gotta know, catch myself. Got the membership card. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden, I said, when it comes down to the fight, I just see people disappear. And then I think to myself, that's why the boxing community is like that. It's just there's always somebody that says they're gonna do it, and then and they, they never, never do, do it. it. Yeah. So, um, um, and it's tough. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like to to uh, to stick up to other boxers who train for boxing and don't get in the ring. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them an excuse right here by saying. It's really hard to find a quality coach that's by your side 24-7 to afford, you know, those mm-hmm. types of training, to find quality sparring. Like, you really got to put in work yeah. to find quality sparring. Yeah, I mean, that was hard. That I was know really for me hard. and Dev, we always sparred out of out of state and out of town. Yeah. We had people in state, that in town, yeah. that wanted to spar. But in my, my pride was like, nah, you ain't going to see my weaknesses. Like, <laughs> you, you live next to me. Like, you know, I'm yeah, not we, about to let you... 
see where I'm weak at. You know, I'm gonna go work on my weakness to somewhere else. So, and because because the whole point of sparring, in my opinion, is to get better. Yeah. And then to get better, you got to get beat up, like at least a few times, or at least get caught a couple times, or yeah. go against somebody that you you fell for some shit, some stupid shit, or whatever. Or or maybe like sometimes me and Dev would be like, hey, listen, like. You're gonna. Your main goal is to just attack the body, yeah. Right, or your main goal is to stay inside yeah. this time, like so. You know, I won't be on the outside. Your main goal is to get inside without the jab, <laughs> right? So I mean, you'll we'll be handicapped. Skills, yeah, we'll work yeah. on skills. We'll be handicapped, and just just get bodied sometimes. You know what I mean? And I think I know that's what it takes to get better. So I'll never do it someone locally because you know they'll go around running their mouth talking about they beat me up and shit. Yeah. And uh, that's just my pride. So that's that's why I never sparred anyone uh, like around town and stuff. Because, you know, at the end of the day, people come around talking about, they, they oh, I want to I help get you some work and get better. But deep down inside, they're really low-key trying to find some, some chinks, low-key trying to hate. I mean, let's just keep it real, you yeah. know. It is what it is. Speaking of coaching, I'm going to tell you guys something. My biggest fear of this whole thing has nothing to do with the work that it's going to take to get there. It has everything to do with this guy coaching me. <laughs> right? This motherfucker right here, man. There's no playing games, right? What you mean? It's a different level. He says we're having fun. You know, like, now nah, when it's training time, especially if we're training to, to fight somebody or anything competitive, we're not losing, right? And so the, the demands and the expectations <laughs> in the world is crazy. Like, this guy, that, that's it. I was like, man, am I really ready for this smoke that I'm about to get? We're working with Vic again because I already know what to expect. I've been there. He trained me my whole life. Football, everything. Doesn't matter. And uh, <laughs> Dev's the only person that could coach me, that's for sure. Because we get in arguments 24-7. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 a good push. I know what it's gonna be. It's not we're not we're not going to regular boxing gyms, it's just boxing all no, like the skills and then we'll sit there and work on one thing. And even if it takes five hours, we're not leaving until we get that one thing perfected. And then sometimes that's the session, right? That's the session. And it's, for me, I'm not that patient, right? <laughs> Vic is the one that's patient. He'll be like, I'll be like, hey, let's just move on, come back. No, 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 fuck that. We got we to gotta get this down. We're going to sit here. He's like, why are you being lazy for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to want to be better right now. And, it's like, and, you know, then it hurts my feelings and I get angry. And then, and then, and then the funny thing about this guy, is he'll be fucking roasting you or fucking yelling at you doing, while we're working, while you're coaching. And this is only to the family members. Not he won't do that to the other clients. But then after, it's like, hey man, you hungry? Let's go for ice cream. How you doing? Today, dude? Like, like, I'm like, what? The you're session's over, over. I can take my hat off. You're I over there. I'm off. in the car crying, right? I'm in the car crying. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. He's fucking hurt my feelings, dude. Fucking punked me today. Got my ass beat today. And then it's like, like nothing ever happened. It's the craziest thing. It's the funniest thing on the planet. But not for real. It's, That's it's just exciting. losing sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. You think there's no worse feeling no, than losing? No, I don't want to lose. I don't want to do it to lose. I'm not doing it for a fucking pity party i'm doing it because i want to win something <laughs> yeah we, we 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 ain't going over there just to say we got it there yeah, nah, nah, yeah, nah, we get that w. We gotta win, you know, and, and, and we're gonna train for it it might take two years to train for it because that's just how we roll yeah you know? like yeah we, we ain't we ain't gonna get in the ring just to get in the ring we're gonna make sure we're ready for that and uh that that's really what what i really excited for but yeah man that's the vlogcast today it's it's, it's gonna be a fun journey and hopefully you know we didn't bore you bore the shit out of you guys but here it is <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to knock it out. So week one, ready to go. Wins on Friday? Next Friday. Next Friday. All right.